0: Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco laden podcast, straight into the woo woo pool with the crew of Om G. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is Om G. Welcome, and thank you for joining us. I think it was Wayne Dyer who said, we are always striving, but never arriving. What do you yearn for? What do you crave? What is it that you think will make you feel whole? That's the topic for today. Here with the crew of On
1: the podcast. Welcome back, y'all.
0: Yeah. So, Aaron, why
2: don't you take us away with telling us about what your wanting self wants?
1: Oh, gosh. All the time.
2: And what does it mean to you, too?
1: Sure. So, recently I listened to an audiobook, and now I don't even remember what the title of the audiobook was, but it was talking about part of it was talking about the wanting self and how a lot of us use this concept as like a trauma response or a way to cope with something. And so it could be. Usually, like with a lot of things, it forms in our childhood or early years, and it's where a need is not being met. And so in our adulthood, the wanting self is us having some sort of craving, so us striving for something. It could be sometimes their addictive behavior, so it could be like drugs or alcohol. It could be impulse buying or shopping. Amazon! Amazon, add it to the cart. It could be eating, whatever. And
3: whatever you crave, but are never satisfied with. It's never, it never fills the need. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And so it's like, you're creating from a space of lack or scarcity because no matter, once you have that thing, whether it's food or that drink, or you have the thing from Amazon or whatever, you still feel like there's not enough of it. And so what are you, what's the root cause of that? Like, what is it you're actually wanting that you're trying to fill with shopping or drinking or eating or sex or whatever so i thought it was an interesting concept and i thought it could be a a good conversation so for me I'm i'm in therapy again and doing the work as they say and i feel like a big thing for me since like moving out of the house and going to college and grad school and stuff was like impulse buying and definitely online shopping but I could like justify it if it was like a, for a collection. So like I collect books, quote unquote, because I read constantly. So it's not that bad if I'm spending money on something I collect. And the same thing with vinyl records. But it would get to a point where I, it felt like I needed to crawl out of my skin. Like mm-hmm. it was like an itch that I had to scratch. And so even if I didn't buy the thing, I would click on the email that had the sale going on. I would go to the website and I would add it to my cart. I would see how much shipping costs and then I would wait on it. Sometimes I would actually buy the thing, you know, and then after that I would negative thoughts spiral and, you know, talk negatively to myself and say like, well, you didn't really need that. Now you're this much more in debt or you spent this money that, you know, you're going to need for something else later or whatever. And so it kind of became this like just gross cycle of being unkind to myself in that moment. But then also like later on afterwards, and it's like that dopamine release, like you're you're getting that thing that you want or that you think you want in that moment. And then if you're online shopping, for example, you get it again when it comes to your door. So yeah, I don't know. So mine, a big one is impulse buying. And I've definitely developed a healthier relationship with alcohol over the past year or so, but that I've definitely used in the past too as like a a wanting or a craving. And I think that for me specifically has been more to Like numb and cope with being an empath and being like super sensitive to people's energies out in the world all day, and so then when four thirty rolls around, I can come home and just drink my my feels away, and not have to deal with them until later when they're still like coming back. So
2: yeah. So this is Brenda, and I really relate to that, like
1: using alcohol
2: (laughs) as an empath too, because I think if you're out and you're working with other people and you're like you're like absorbing all of that through the day. Cause I do that. And like, you're trying to make sure this person's okay. And this person's okay. And, and then you're dealing with people and you Aaron are dealing with middle schoolers, yeah, are you? which is worse than dealing with adults. I'm pretty sure, but I don't know. Yeah. It's awful. But you know, it's like almost like, it's almost like a dopamine release. I open up that bottle of wine pour myself a glass and it's like,
1: all is right with the world again. Yes.
2: And I can just like release my need to be in reality for a couple of hours. Yeah. I think that's what it really is for me. It's like, it's an escape from everything around me because whenever you have a little bit of alcohol, it's like it kind of numbs, takes away the the hard edges of life, mm-hmm. even though my life ain't hard, y'all, let's be honest. But, you know, whenever you're, like, absorbing other people's stuff, it feels right. hard. But if other people's stuff is hard, then it makes you feel like, I mean, because you're, you're feeling what
3: they're feeling. You're feeling their feelings, too, and you're an empath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And most of the hard stuff probably comes from within ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can have everything we need and most of what we want. And that little wanting self is going to pipe up from our gut, from our heart, from our head. And convince you that it's not enough. Right. And so what are you going to do to quench that thirst? Mm-hmm.
2: And I, y'all, I'm not saying I get laid out drunk every night either.
1: <laughs> Brenda quit lying, girl. You know, we were up with her. She had her boss, one tit out laying in the garden <laughs> and we pulled out today. So she not an offer. Exactly.
2: Yeah. But it's just like that, that sip and that, that habit, I think is yeah. also what is part of like, oh, this is. Well, because I mean, even even when it's just one or two glasses, that have
3: that second glass, you just kind of like uh, <sighs> release, just kind of like relax into it, and it just it it's there's just enough numbing that you don't feel everything so sharp harshly, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And that I- ritual is soothing too, like of coming home and knowing that it's in your fridge or your cabinet or whatever, and like opening it up, pouring it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think alcohol is a really slippery slope with. Like, just the way that people promote self-care nowadays. Like, they're like, this week, this past week at work, I was leaving the library with my class and the librarian. She's, like, in her mid-20s. And she was like, I don't know how you do this every day. And she was like, you need to go home tonight and have a glass of wine and take a bubble bath. And I was like, girl, I do that every night, it feels like now. And at this point, like, I mean, heroin? Like, I don't know what's, you know what I mean? Like, I need something always well, they stronger, so- sweetie, because wine and baths are not doing it. Um. In May at a middle school.
2: So Now, the end of the year is rough I yeah. know, So it's exhausting. But, you know, like Rosalie, when she and I go out walking in the woods, it gives me that same feeling that having wine does. Yeah. But, y'all, I can't live out in the woods. I mean, I want we to. Could. We could. <laughs> I want to be the wood witch living out in the middle of the forest. Do you hear that, investors? I yes,
0: need your help. Yeah.
2: <laughs> do, I feel that same feeling of like just like complete, total... Relaxation, inner peace, and I can let everything go out there like I do whenever I open up a bottle of wine.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, so I don't know, I don't know what the answer is to that like what's the what's the right thing to do? I guess everybody has to do what the right thing for them is in the moment until you figure out a better way to cope with dealing with humans
1: right well, I kind of like what you just said too about like like thinking in contrast, so like you're I don't even know what to like how to phrase it, but like your wanting self wants that it's not even that it wants the wine, it wants that feeling that the wine provides you. But then a healthier, like more organic, natural way of you getting that is by going out into the forest or in the woods, you know, and you're getting that same like your brain is still experiencing something similar chemistry wise, I'm assuming. I'm not a medical doctor, and it shocks everyone, but yeah. but I feel like that's like a something that you have discovered about yourself that's like a healthy way to get that same feeling or that same sense of presence without having to like consume something or buy something or whatever. Yeah.
2: But it's hard to be out in the woods all the time.
5: Right. Exactly. You know, talking about how the drinking the wine, this is Ro here. And then the feeling you get from the forest. What if when you came home in the evening, go sit in the woodiest part of your backyard instead of pouring that glass of wine or just pour if you need, if you if you're connected to that ritual of pouring yourself something, pour yourself a sparkling water with fruit in the fancy wine glass, and then just go sit in the your know, your little meditation spot in your backyard kind of. Well, thing.
2: I used to, I did that whenever I took my month off last year. But uh, uh, but I'm that's just an
5: mm-hmm. idea of maybe swapping or changing the ritual. Building a new habit. Yeah, building
2: yeah. a new habit. And so my my afternoon usually includes. Okay, I get home from work. Kids are if the kids are here every other week, they're either meeting me at the door, wanting to know what's for dinner. <laughs> and so it's like I go 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 at work, and then I come home, and it's like I got to do this, do this, do this. Yeah. So there's no break until I
0: actually go to bed.
1: Which is fucking exhausting.
0: And, and so, I- you know. I'm sorry. No, no worries. I was going to say sometimes when you lay down and you're, you've are you been waiting for that bed and everything's perfect, that brain is going to light up. And yeah. will you sleep? No, you yeah. won't. So the wine helps that sometimes yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, y'all. I don't have any answers. I'm just trying to do this thing called life and get through it. You not in one piece, insane. <laughs>
3: but do you think this is Chandra here? For me, I'm sitting here trying to think, like, what is the thing that I that I crave, that I feel like I can never get enough of. And I mean, obviously the first thing I think of is food, but I know that in this point in my life, I'm not using that. I'm not using that as a medication or whatever. So, I mean, not that I've conquered it by any stretch, but at least I'm in a phase of my life where I don't, that particular need is not strong enough that I have to give into it. Right. Right. Which praise the
0: Lord. Thank you. Mm -hmm.
3: But anyway, I, I feel like my quote unquote coping mechanism is not necessarily a wanting, but it's more like a, but it's still a numbing like scrolling Instagram or, you know, please do go or just something where I can just blank out my mind and not, you know, not follow along with what's on the TV or what's on the news or not have to, you know, be super, super present with the conversation with my husband or, you know, it's it's just kind of like I can. Kind of zone out onto something that is not going to trigger any particular thing, right? Do you think that's still kind of like a similar situation, even mm-hmm. even though it's not like a wanting a thing, right? I'm wanting to zone out and blank my mind. It's a feeling.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that's kind of what like that whole concept sort of is rooted in is like us feeling. I mean, different things, I guess, depending on the person, but like relief or satisfaction or like an escape, like you said. But I think it's like.
2: I think it's an escape because I do the same thing.
1: Yeah. Like a mind numbing. Like mm-hmm. it's like you don't want to. Our minds are going so often, so much. And technology and phones and social media and the internet have like not helped that by any means. Mm-hmm. And so it's like almost like you're like, or sometimes like what I'll do when. Doom scrolling, like I'll catch myself doing it, and be like, "Okay, I think that I'm trying to like get back at this feeling. Like I'm taking my time back of like that I can numb my mind to this. Like I'm not paying attention to what I'm looking at. I'm not thinking critically about it. It's just images or words on a page, and I just keep going. But then it's like, well, what could I do with that time
3: instead? Well, and then you You get into the same situation, like you were talking about, of like the negative self talk and like I'm I'm so stupid for spending this money, and I'm like. It's the same thing. I was like, I'm just, what what I've done with that hour. I'm so stupid for sitting here doing this mundane thing that's of no value. 100%.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I do the same thing. But then it's like, if you don't, this is the part that, and I don't know if it's habit at this point, but it's almost like if I don't have that hour or hour and a half or two hours or whatever at night to do the mind numbing thing, Mm -hmm. then the next day is for crap because
1: like
3: oh sure i wake up overstimulated and it doesn't get any better all day and yeah you know so then I, it's either like waste that time here right or waste more time the next day because you're you're just not mentally capable of getting all the things done that you want to get done in that day does right. that make sense
1: absolutely does yeah
4: 100 it's kind of like a vicious cycle
1: mm-hmm. it is
4: so Allie here surprise bitches i'm back <laughs> I kind of do the same thing where I just like need something to zone out, and it's usually like starts off with me like reading all the depressing things going on in the world just because like I feel like I need to at least have some knowledge of what's happening. Sure. So like doom scrolling through that, and yeah. then I feel like I end up like needing like need to balance it out. So then I like go on like instagram and scroll through reels or tiktok and try to like find like lighter things like people traveling lots of like cottagecore videos well and I so then find. i find something funny i'm like
3: oh rosalie i love this so i send it and i waste her time and i oh great, great brenda and so i'll send to here and then waste her time and like oh, michelle think this is funny so i send it to her and waste her time it's like i'm not i'm not just like dooming my own time it's like i'm gonna waste everybody else's time too
0: so it's connection that you're craving
3: well, maybe that's it. Maybe that is what it is.
4: Yeah. But then, like, sometimes, you know, like you see videos or like you see people's houses, and you're like, oh my God, I wish I could have like this little fairy cottage out in the woods. Mm-hmm. With, like these crystals and plants just everywhere. And you're like, wow, like I wish I could have this life after you were like trying to make yourself feel a little more positive after reading all the depressing things. And you're
0: like, oh, this is just like another thing that I want. And then you get caught up on, well, how in the hell am I going to get that? Mm-hmm. What steps will I need? I don't have that kind of money. I don't have that kind of time. And that's. But do you also think it's
3: maybe like part of the human condition? Because what we don't do is sit in where we are now and think back. Because I know I know for myself, like if I tried to look at my life now through the person I was 15 years ago, I would think, that bitch has it all. Mm. She's got everything she's ever wanted. I'm going to, when I get there, I'm going to be so happy yeah. when I get there, I'm going to have made it and life is going to be great. Like 15 years ago, me would be like looking at where I am now would be like, Oh,
1: you know, like your hype girl. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> right. right. Yeah.
3: Praise the highest power. It's going to happen. Right. <laughs> but then you get here and now it's like, you're looking at the next, 15 years or whatever, it's, it's like, you're still striving and it's still not, even though it was your dream for now, it's still not enough. Like it's still not filling the void of whatever it is.
5: Okay. So how did we get to this place? This is Ro. How did we get to this place of, that we're never satisfied where we're at? Mm-hmm. There's always looking down. Oh, and, and 15 years when I retire, I'm going to do this, this and this. And I'm going to be so it happy. Again. It's going to be so great. It's going to be perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. How did we get to this point in our lives, in our, in society where we're never satisfied
3: with, look, I've got a roof over my head. Well, that's, so, that's why I was asking, like, know, do we think it's just
4: yeah, the human condition? Like, is it part of in the, the meat suit? Right. it's right. A big part of it is just having the access to social media and seeing more of people's lives than we normally would and it's not just like seeing a glimpse into their lives, it's like the best parts of their lives that sure they put right. on social media like most people aren't showing like the bad things or whatever normal things that are going on with their lives it's... They're not showing themselves at the end of the day from the middle schoolers with the jacked up hair and the glass of
3: and wine and the, off your voice voice the next day.
4: Right, and like Sweet. there's just the whole thing with influencers now that companies are using influencers as marketing tools and so people see them some of them you know as like regular people and you're like oh wow like they can have these things like why can't i have these things
1: right comparison is the thief of joy and all mm-hmm. that and i think this is a great place for us to pick back up on once we come back from our break so go refill whatever you're sipping on and meet us on the other side
2: All right. And we are back, y'all. And we were talking about filling up the empty hole inside of ourselves. (laughs) So where does that empty hole come from and why do we use things to fill it back up and how has social media and the things that we consume with our eyeballs, how has that affected how we feel about our constant need to have more and more and more? So I've been really focused on like trying to create abundance in my life. And I was listening to, y'all know Joanna the Healer mm-hmm. now. Shout out. Shout out, Joanna. We love you. But I was listening to her YouTube video. I think it was last week, the, one, the video that she did. And she talked about how we want to have abundance and we see that we're lacking. But we also have that mentality of we're lacking. So she said, instead of saying I don't have enough money to do X, Y, or Z, I welcome the opportunity to create abundance in my life. So I have started saying that. Mm -hmm. And y'all, I've been so busy with seeing clients and then the event that I did. So I feel like that's a way that is, abundance is coming into my life Mm
5: -hmm.
2: in a financial sense. I also have an abundance of friends. Like I don't know what I would do without all of you guys and the support that I receive and Rosalie went out with me to my events, stayed with me all day long and helped me set up and take down. She didn't have to do that. Well, so, I mean, I feel like kind of since this group has been together
3: and and doing the work that we're doing collectively, I mean, like, just think about all of the great people that we've met and kind of added to our community in the, you know, and just like the last three months, I mean, we've got our super witch, Lynn, which. Love Lynn. Lynn, Lynn, um, Shout out Lynn.
2: Who is one of the most generous souls that i think i have ever met in my life with
0: the coolest house i've ever seen in my life
2: yeah we're gonna have a a whole episode on just that
3: but you know then we've got toby and sean that that you and i met through we were wisdom who are just their emotional support you know if nothing else and then carrie and carly that did our cacao and our plant i mean we've met so many cool people that have now become part of our extended community i feel
2: like that's also us bringing in abundance Mm -hmm. yeah and I think if we also would if we'll shift our thoughts about what we don't have that we want Mm -hmm. to shifting it to like look at all of these people that I'm sitting in the room with right now I mean there's nothing better than this the things don't really matter even though Camille did get a new car y'all and it's real cute it's beautiful (laughs) but you know this is what matters and can we fill ourselves up with more of this mm-hmm. instead of trying to fill it up with external things of, you know, the latest shiny thing, even though Roe did make, the, make me these really cool earrings. Y'all, I'm going to take a picture with them. I'll put them on the socials, but
0: <laughs>
2: but it's, you know, and I love shiny things, but, you know, it's just like, I don't know. Isn't this enough?
3: Well, and when we are, feeling that feeling like you know when you're when you're at home and the day's over and you're exhausted and you're you know your mind's going a mile an hour but your body's saying stop yeah <laughs> it's like why do we feel like we have to tune into the other things rather than kind of like because when you're home it's easy for us to be in that space of, of gratitude and feeling the love you know when i'm sitting here shoulder to shoulder with camille and going girl," you know it's, right. it's easy to feel that here but when you're home and you're alone and the demons are whispering in your ears, or whatever, and you're, you know, you're, you're feeling that overwhelm to get back into the, to that space, to that headspace, and think about,
2: like you were saying, all the things that you do have. Well, girl, you just text a witch, and we answer back, and near
1: right
2: <laughs> <here> we are. <laughs> <And then> we hop <laughs> on our broomstick and ride right
1: over. And That's you know? right. But you're Power right. Up. It is. It's like it's more. Um...
3: We don't ever in our minds. We don't ever. Instinctually, go to that place. We go to the scrolling, or to the open bottle, or to the bubble bat or whatever, whatever or to the Amazon, or whatever. With right. that. I mean, that's like almost like it's genetic or something. Like, right. like as a human, we're conditioned to do that kind of thing rather than sitting here going, "Okay, what do I have?" Yeah. Why can't I sit here in gratitude rather than in lack?
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
3: throw oh, here. So, um, as
5: you guys were talking, I'm sitting here thinking. So, what did I do before? the chocolate.
1: I'm so sorry, everyone. Rogue, like, looks up her arm and she just had, like, melty chocolate everywhere. And I did not want her to get all over her dress. So um, I thought it was a spider. spider.
5: So, anyway, what did I do to fill my time before I had a phone, before I had a computer, Mm -hmm. and just books? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Books. I had a stack of books on the bedside. And before I went to bed every night, I'd lose myself in a book.
1: Mm -hmm. You're escaping.
5: And, but yeah, it was a different kind of an escape, but it didn't seem as stressful as scrolling through the freaking social media reels, crap. And Some some of it's funny, though. Some of it's funny. But in the mm. book, I didn't there and compare myself to the character in the book. Oh, I wish I had that life. Oh, I want to live in that castle and have but that you,
0: prince sweep me away or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's true. you your own movie and your own vision based on the printed word. Mm-hmm. And that probably lights up a different part of our brain exactly. than looking at someone's manufactured version on Facebook. Well, Absolutely. Screen. Mm-hmm.
2: It's probably, I would think, a more creative part of your brain because you have to really, you have to imagine it. <laughs> so then you're seeing you're being, and- you're being, you're being the creator rather than the, consu- the consumer.
1: Right. And it's like, when I read, I like, there's like another empathy part that's there because you're connecting with the character and like what they're feeling or you're thinking, well, how might I respond if this was the situation that I was in or whatever. Throw um,
4: back to me reading Harry Potter. <laughs> this book Deathly hollows and just sobbing, sobbing so
1: hard. It's so good. And it's so, so yeah. And there's something satisfying, like you feel, or I, at least I do when I read, like I feel productive in a way, like I don't feel like I'm wasting time. Yeah. I don't know. Feeding
0: but, your imagination. Mm-hmm. And when you close a really good book, your heart aches a little bit mm-hmm. because you've stepped out of that world.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like mm-hmm.
0: certain characters
3: like, oh, I love them. I don't want this to be over. You It's know? like
1: a book hangover, as I yeah. call them. Speaking of stories, maybe this will be one to kind of close us out. This has nothing to do with, the, well, actually kind of. So I have a sweet tooth. No. I know. Actually, I actually have a couple, <laughs> but we, a while back, I don't think I've told this, this story on the podcast, but this chocolate made me think of this. So Rosalie's birthday was a little while back. And I don't even know if I told you all, I think I had to have. Anyways. So we surprised her at a brewery here in town and we got like snacks and like all got together and just had a blast but one of those delicious snacks was in fact a high mortal enemy now a fucking dark chocolate covered espresso bean and here's why it's almost to me, okay no it's okay they're delicious they like i have like 10 and then also be drinking alcohol and so i'm like wide awake and drunk and it's like that's not okay but anyways i um was eating the dark chocolate covered espresso beans and apparently we're at like a high top table and apparently one had fallen in between my legs and melted all right and i did not recognize this i was none the wiser so i get up we're all hugging goodbye closing out tabs etc I get in my car and I go over to Harris Teeter because there's things I need to get for dinner. Like, so Christian can cook. Okay. I walk through Harris Teeter. I'm getting the things that we need, like some veggies and whatever. I get back in my car. I get home. I put the groceries down and Christian comes up and he goes, Oh my God, honey, what happened? And I was like, what? Like, no idea what's going on. Right. He goes, honey, are you kidding me right now? You look like you chef yourself. I turn and look, and y'all, all over the ass of my pants, The chocolate has melted the backside. It's like it got right there with my butt. It looks like I just completely explosive diarrheaed, walked through a fucking Paris teeter. Where no one's in actual, the actually It's like I was homeless or something. Like, and I see you walking through the coins. I you doing? Shit's standing everywhere. It's so tart, you know. I mean, I just, I, I put all the stuff in my basket. Anyways, so I look like. I've To see the security footage. Hundred percent. You know what I mean?
3: So you want like, oblivious, and the person behind
1: you goes. I'm there now. Exactly. So I didn't want that to happen to you on your front side, Rosalie. That is so funny. So my wanting self in that moment wanted chocolate covered espresso beans. And when I got home, I wanted to die. <laughs> a dry cleaner. Exactly.
2: All right, you guys. Well, this was a fun discussion. And I think that we could probably do more on this. It'd be fun to have this discussion with other people as well on mm-hmm. what their wanting selves want. Yeah. So on that note, we will see you guys on the next episode and take care and ciao for now. Ciao for now. Peace out. If you love this content, we would so appreciate a
3: review wherever you go to get your podcasts. Take a moment to go to our website, om-gpodcast.com and check us out there. Subscribe to our membership. Leave a message there. We'd love to hear from you. Follow us on Instagram for the latest updates on episodes. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time.
0: This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.